0: Welcome back to Living in Charleston. This is this week's Real Estate Quick Hit. We'll break it down for you by neighborhood and let you know where everything's selling and what price points. So if you're interested in buying, selling, or investing, stay tuned. Welcome to Living in Charleston podcast with your host, Lisa Richard Hernandez, a fun loving Charleston resident for over 25 years and a full time real estate agent with her pulse on everything Charleston from where to live to where to eat, what to do, where to tour and who is who about living life in the low country of Charleston, South Carolina. Hi, welcome back to Living in Charleston. This is this week's quick hit on real estate information. I don't want to bore you every single podcast with all the statistics and information about real estate in the area, but it is what I do for a living and it's my passion. So I feel like I should share if you're going to be living in Charleston, you should know what's happening in real estate. So each week I get a newsletter from the stats guy and he kind of gives us everything that's going on and breaks it down for us. And so I'm just going to go over these really quickly with you and we'll be in and out and you can take with whatever your information you're interested in. And you can always reach out to me on living in podcast, living in charleston for more information. So our supply issues in the real estate industry are still a major concern. We normally have around 5000 active listings on our MLS very consistently from 2015 to 2019. And we saw this dip down to about 1300 and actually even 1,200 this past week um, during the worst of the pandemic in 2020. We went back up to about 2,000 in 2021, but now we're back down under 1,300. Charleston ended November with an 11.7 gain in transactions year to date versus that same period in 2020. So we're still selling more even though there's such a lack of inventory. And the medium sales price has risen a robust 15.7% to over 352000 is our average uh, median price. That's a lot of raising price in one year. These types of numbers are being seen all across the nation as well. Here's a quick look at uh, Charleston's economy, and then I'll go down into breaking it down into neighborhoods. And we just go over the economy once, um, about one time a month. In 2021, our unemployment is just 4%. 2021 kicked off with mainstream pine product LLCs plan to build an estimated $90 million cruel tall oil biorefinery at the Charleston International Manufacturing Center in Berkeley County. Charleston, South Carolina, life sciences and IT sectors continue to thrive and international companies are taking notice. Evolt, a digital body composition analytic company headquartered in Australia, chose North Charleston for its North American operations. Health information tech company X. XIFIN chose Berkeley County to establish its East Coast operations, creating 150 jobs in the next two years. The Charleston Tech Center opened the flagship in 2021, offering, quote, vibrant, energetic and flexible workspace to support Charleston's growing tech community. South Carolina's fastest growing industry is life sciences. In 2021, the momentum of this sector continued to build with Governor Henry McMaster's initiative to expand recruitment of pharmaceutical companies and SCBIO announcing a new CEO to lead economic development efforts. The Charleston International Airport is, quote, beating its best year ever with record, record travel coming into Charleston regularly. It's also added 16 new domestic flights since January 2021. It says a lot about our area and people wanting to come here. Um, I do a lot on relocating to South Carolina on Facebook. There's a group about that. And I've got people just in droves coming from up north to either escape the weather or the politics us International Customer Experience Innovator that designs, builds, and delivers digital solutions for global brands chose Charleston County for its new operations. The $3.4 million initial, initial investment will create approximately 1,200 new jobs by 2022. So I get a lot of questions about, you know, are there jobs here? And I would say that definitely Charleston is a growing area, especially if you're in the tech or medical field. Just we'll do an Analysis of residential properties that went under contract every week. This week it's for December 31st to January 6th. I'm a little bit behind here, but 222 residential properties went under contract in the past week. 175 single family homes under contract in the past week. The median list price was $375. That's $203 a square foot. Zero under 100, three under 200,000. 14 of those were over 1 million. Five of those were over 2 million. One of those was over 3 million. Um, The median continual days on market is only eight days, which is extremely low. Um, That means in less than eight days, the average home is is being sold. Many of them are being sold in the first couple of days with multiple offers. The median year built for those sold homes was 2000, which is a little bit newer home. So uh, that kind of shows people are looking more towards the new homes or a renovation. I'm seeing a lot of that. One out of 175 single-family homes was a foreclosure or short sale, and another 15% were new construction. So very little bank owns or foreclosure uh, activity going on yet in the market. We're still not seeing that bounce back from COVID yet. A lot of times I get the question, are we going to get a big flood of foreclosures once this happens? I think the answer is to that is Basically, no. Uh, don't be holding out for uh, the slew of foreclosures to hit the market for you to get great deals. We're still so far under inventory; it would take a lot of foreclosures to catch up to the normal five to six thousand listings that we normally have from the twelve hundred. Twenty-six Island single-family homes went under the contract in the past week: five on Folly, eleven on John's Island, one on Wadmala, two on Edisto, two on Sullivan's, one in Wild Dunes. So. John's Island uh, is a little different than the beach areas like Edisto, Sullivan's Wild Dunes, or Folly. Um, so we're seeing a little more. There's a lot of new construction happening on John's Island. Um, five James Island single homes went under contract in the past week. They were listed from two twenty five to eight fifty, with a median price of five hundred and fifteen thousand. So a lot of people ask me when they are researching the areas like where should I look for a home. And for me, the biggest thing is to listen to these median price ranges and find out if that median price range is in your price range. And if it is, then that's the area that you may want to target. And I can help you with that. If you're looking to move to the area, just, you know, reach out to me on the website. 22 single family homes went under contract in West Ashley with the median and medium sales price of 464 So that's uh, a little bit uh, less expensive than James Island. Um, on Johns Island, we had a four seventy five medium sales price at two ten a square foot. Seventeen North Charleston family homes went under contract. A median sales price in North Charleston was two fifty. Two fifty is much much lower uh, than the other areas, as you can tell. North Charleston is kind of in the middle between Johns Island, West Ashley, North Charleston, Somerville areas. So there are still some relatively affordable homes in that area. You just have to watch out about the school districts there. Uh, 13 Mount Pleasant family homes went under contract with a median sales price of five we are almost up to 600000 as a median price in, in Mount Pleasant. Um, on the peninsula of Charleston, that's downtown, 768000 was the min- median price with the $368 square foot. Many of those homes are well over the million dollars, depending on which part of the peninsula you're looking at. 38 homes in the Somerville-Ladson area with a median in price price. 323000 That's $163 a square foot. So some new construction going on up in that area. A lot of people are looking at Somerville. They have Dorchester 2 schools, which is highly rated schools. There's a lot of uh, commercial development up there, new restaurants, new shopping. You can kind of get everything you need up in Somerville now. Whereas maybe 15 years ago, Somerville was a little bit more of a small, small suburb of Charleston. And now it's really grown into its own own area, in my opinion. 52 homes in the Hanahan, Goose Creek, and Monk's Corner area went under contract that week. That's one of the the biggest sales areas. It's really thriving up there because there's tons of new construction. So the average median price there is 334000 14 of those were new construction. So kind of gives perspective of where people are going that want new construction, although it's a good ways out if you want to get down to downtown Charleston or some other places. Monks Corner is probably about an hour away. 45 condos and townhomes went under contract in the past week. 13 of those were from 300 to 425,000, three of them were from 550 to 685. dollars uh, one was 1.4 million and two were new construction. So there's condos and townhomes all over the place depending on what you're looking for and what price range. And that's all I've got for you today guys. It's really quick and short. I just wanted to give you the updates so you can have just sort of a feel for what the market's doing in our area each week and the different locations. I'm going to upload these documents also to livingincharlestonpodcast.com so you can go back and each week look at what the sales are going and you can start to see trends if you want to be one of those kind of persons that people, one of those people that researches all of the statistics and stuff. We do have some good events coming up in the Charleston area, which I'll just quickly go over, which is restaurant, Charleston restaurant week is next week. We always look forward to that. It's January 13th through the 23rd. A lot of restaurants will give you a deal like it'll be like one price, for example, 65 or $70 or something like that. And it's a three course meal inclusive. And it helps you to get to tried out new restaurants in the Charleston area. And if you're interested in doing that, you should look it up and definitely make reservations because we get booked up. On the 15th, there's a snowboard rail jam at Mex One Casin- Coastal Cantina, um, Cantina in West Ashley. So that should be interesting. On the 15th is also a Charleston Marathon that begins at Burke High School. Repticon is um, Expo is at the Ladson Fairgrounds, the 15th and 16th. Um, Michael Bolton is at the Gilliard on the 16th on dog green barn jam series starts on the 19th on the 20th little feet at the Charleston music hall on the 22nd carpenters remembered at the North Charleston PAC that's the performing arts center dog man. The musical is at the Gilead on the 22nd on the 23rd comedian ginger Billy is going to be at the Charleston music hall on the 26th Tignataro at the Charleston music hall on um, the 27th. Pelle o Furniture Drag Spectacular at the Charleston Music Hall, Ashley McBride at the Charleston Music Hall on the 29th, and on the 30th, Dinosaur World Live is at the Gilliard. So all kinds of different events and um, cultural things going on in the area. If you're interested in planning a trip, check out some of those dates. I'm sure you can look them up on, on Google. So have a great day. Thanks for listening. And we'll be back next week with more real estate tips. Thanks for listening to another episode of Living in Charleston Podcast. We hope you're inspired to come back. Grab yourself a cool iced tea and listen to the next episode. Don't forget to share this with your friends. Like, comment, and feel free to reach out directly to Lisa at livingincharlestonpodcast.com if you have any questions about the area, looking to move, or want to be in our next episode.